This is Paul and Wyatt. And we're starting a brand new podcast called 49ers Underground. When you hear underground, you think a little bit of edgy, that kind of stuff. And I don't know how edgy we're going to be, but we're definitely going to be genuine, right? So when you think underground, when you actually talk about underground, it's, it's about doing it for the love of whatever you're doing, right? Not necessarily because you want to make money, you want to do anything like that. We just love the 49ers and we love talking about them. So we are going to keep pressing and we're just going to sit there and talk about the Niners. And that is our goal. At least that's my goal. What's your goal, Wyatt? About the same as you, just talking about what I love. Yeah, absolutely. So the first topic um, we really want to talk about is what everybody's talking about, right? Which is Trey Lance. Uh, the Trey Lance drama. Uh, we got done with the NFC Championship game. And uh, it was supposed to be kind of a moment of relief. So when we realized that we were going to be done with this quarterback controversy, right, between Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance and what's the future going to look like and that kind of stuff. And then uh, come, you know, and behold, like, it just didn't stop, right? The drama keeps going. Um, so what's your initial thoughts on what's going on with Trey Lance and what do you want to talk about first? My initial thoughts are I have no idea if Trey Lance is ready or not. I'm, I like what he's going to bring to the offense, but at the same time, I don't know if he's ready to the point to be the 49ers starting quarterback. But then again, I don't know if we have draft capital to switch anything up. Okay. So when you hear ready, what do you think of as ready? When I think of ready, I think of someone that is going to be calm, collected in the pocket and not constantly wanting to push themselves out of the pocket. I think that's my initial thoughts, which is a bit backwards to where the NFL has gone now. The NFL has gone to guys that leave the pocket early, guys that are running around making plays with their feet. And that is what Trey Lance can be. But I also think he has the potential to be more of a Russell Wilson type quarterback, quarterback that is good in the pocket, an amazing passer of the football, but can use his legs and does use his legs. So when I think of ready, I think of a guy that's going to be calm, collected, knows his strengths, and is confident in his ability to play football. Okay, yeah, that's super interesting. I think that, yeah, I think that there's two points that I like to talk about kind of with the way that you're thinking about what ready means to you. One, I completely agree with you that Trey Lance needs to build his confidence up, right? He didn't play quarterback in high school, right? He was a safety. Everybody knows that. He has very few starts as a quarterback in general, right? Which is kind of uncommon. The last person that I can really remember thinking about in this kind of um, mold is Ryan Tanhill. Do you, do you know this? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Tanhill, like receiver. he only played quarterback. Well, yeah. He played quarterback like what, one year in college? One year in college, he was a receiver for that. Yeah. So with Trey Lance, when you look at it, you're like, okay, so he needs to build his confidence for sure. Right. He needs to, he needs to kind of get used to, you know, throwing that ball, um, being super confident. What do they call it? Like arm, arm arrogance or throw arrogance. Um, He's a lot of people. Yeah, go ahead. That arrogance to put the ball in windows and or to have the confidence to put the ball in tight windows, to throw it all around the field to be able to hit those sideline out routes 10 yards down the field for a first down and not just the Mm -hmm. confidence to throw it 45 yards down the field to the wide open receiver, but hit those tight windows on the out routes. 
as a guy that plays quarterback, I know it's a lot easier to air the ball down the field and put it to a wide open receiver than to throw a 10 yard yeah. out route across the field. That is a hard yeah. throw to make and having the confidence to make it is insanely hard. Yeah. So he definitely has to build that confidence. That's hundred percent true. Uh, and the only way to do that is game time experience. This reps. Yeah. Just get those reps, get that game time experience and move forward with that. Right. So he's definitely got to do that. Then the second thing though, the second point is um, you were talking about um, being calm and trying not to scramble too much, right? Kind of realizing that you're, you're going to be quarterback through the pocket. I actually have zero concern about that. When you watch Trey Lance play, he is very clearly looking to throw the ball first. He's almost too hesitant to run. I think that Kyle Shanahan wants him to kind of lean into that running a little bit more. What was it? It was, um, was it the Cardinals game? He ran like 16 times. Don't, don't quote me on that, but it was a lot. It was in the teams and he just, he looks again, confidence, right? He's not making decisions to do that, um, quickly enough. And he looks hesitant. Um, so I think that as far as really wanting to sit back in the pocket and throw the ball, I think he just naturally does that. I almost think he's the reverse. He needs to become more, uh, kind of spontaneous when needed. Does that come with experience? Does yeah, I think it will. Not only the confidence to sit back and throw, but the confidence to get out of the pocket when need be and have that internal clock that you hear a lot in the NFL. You hear a lot of quarterbacks mm-hmm. they have to have that internal clock to know, all right, one, two, three, maybe four, depending on your line. Okay, now I have to get out. Is that yeah, is that think- where that comes in? It's just reps. Man, I don't know. I sit here. I watched the Texans game again, right? And we'll talk about this just a little bit. I rewatched the Texans game today. He looked confident to me. He did. He was a little bit unsettled right at the first part of the game. But then he felt like he just had a natural presence of the pocket. It looked like he was. He felt pressure and he would move where he needed to extend the play. He got sacked once. Um, I believe that I, I remember. I didn't count the sacks or anything like that. I didn't actually like take notes. I was just watching. Um, kind of watching, getting a general feel like what my feeling of the game was, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, he was throwing dimes. He was moving. Even in that first half, he had the only real mistake he made was he threw that one interception. He he threw the ball less than ten times in the first half. You can't you can't really blame him, right? At least up until like the f- last couple minutes, he'd only thrown the ball like eight times. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, I mean, that's just Kyle Shanahan. He looked good with the throws that he made. Um, in that first half and in that second half, he really kind of exploded, but he looks poised to me. He looks calm and he looked like he had a pocket presence, man. He could throw the ball and he was, he was accurate in that game. Yeah. He, I think also kind of going back to that interception, I think it's, he's not going to be a rookie next year, but it's going to be in a sense, his rookie season, his rookie season yes. as a starting quarterback, you have to expect that he is going to make mistakes. He's going to throw picks that, a veteran quarterback's not going to make. That's part of playing quarterback in the NFL. It's part of being a young quarterback, and especially a guy that doesn't have the traditional amount of reps when you're an NFL quarterback. Okay, so let me ask you a question. Um, Let's say that he had next year. Let's say that he threw for 3,000 yards, right? 3,000 yards, had 20 touchdowns, nine interceptions, and a completion percentage of like 58.8%. Would you be happy with that? 
I think the yards is low for me. Um, I think the question's going to be, what does he impact the run or what impact does he have on the run game? Is, mm. is the run game going to be a lot more open because Trey Lance is back? And I think that answer is yes. It depends how much that is impacted on whether I'd be happy with those numbers. What is the run okay. game doing? We're what gonna... is he doing with his feet? Yeah, we'll come back to that point uh, that I was getting at for a second because I think you hit the nail on the head. So first, he's ready. You know why he's ready? Because all he has to do is what Shanahan asked Garoppolo to do, which is hand the ball off and make a couple throws a game. He can already do that. We already know he can do it. We've seen him do it. So like everybody's all focused. Is he ready to throw the ball? But the truth is, is that the 49ers run game is going to get so much better. Honestly, I think Grant Cohen has this nailed to the T. He just keeps talking about it. He's like, everybody's worried about the passing game. The 49ers are run offense. They're going to have a running capable quarterback that is going to change the run game. Debo Samuel averaged over seven yards a carry by him with Jimmy Garoppolo handing them the ball. Can you imagine if they're doing options with Trey Lance and Debo Samuel? It gets exciting. I think what I almost get more excited for is Trey Lance's ability to push the ball down the field when he does throw. His ability, <laughs> his ability to put a passing game together that doesn't consist of 10 and 15 yard throws or yeah. less than that. But that's just it. So on the field. Yeah, that's just it. Like you don't have to have a, a 15 play drive with these little eight yard passes to get down on the field because you do, you do these options with him and Debo handing off, handing off, handing off. And then you throw an 80 yard bomb down the field. And you, I mean, you saw it literally in the Texans game in the second half, you just had that giant throw. I think it was to Brandon Ayuk. And yeah. um, so I was looking at, out of nowhere. I was looking at a few different stats and I saw this and it kind of resonated to me a little bit. It's, so I think Trey Lance has had about 10 quarters of football he has played this season. Well, he played about 10 quarters of football. And he yep. already has two deep touchdown passes to Debo Samuel in 10 mm-hmm. quarters. Yeah. I'm excited and, to see I mean, what I'm excited to see what Debo can do down the field, what Debo can do more as a traditional receiver with also, I mean, we already see what he can do, but with the run game him as a traditional receiver with Traylon throwing, I'm getting excited for it. I'm I'm honestly more excited to see Ayuk down the field. Ooh. Yeah. I think that Ayuk has been really underutilized for his deep ball, um, his deep ball routes. So the problem with Debo is Debo has that elite speed, but he never he doesn't show it till he gets the ball in his hand. Mm-hmm. He when he's running routes, he isn't quite as quick. But once he gets that ball, he's super fast, right? So, I think that you nailed. I think you nailed it when you went to the run game, hundred percent. It's the 49ers' offense is going to be predicated on the run, and Trey Lance is only going to enhance that. And then what he brings that Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't is the ability to run, 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 eighty yards, touchdown, sixty-yard touchdown with the arm talent of something we've seen Jimmy Garoppolo do because he was so clutch on third down, especially in that, well, it was 2019 we went to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. That that season, we saw Jimmy Garoppolo be very clutch on third down, hitting throws that need to be hit to convert. 
I would like to see if Trey Lance is going to be able to replicate that or maybe not replicate that, but be at least good enough for the first year, first two years to get us some conversions when need be and then develop more of that clutch third down, need be fourth downs, those type of throws where it's obvious past situations. His run game isn't really going to affect the play because they aren't believing in the run or can't use play action where it's going to be purely him dropping back in the pocket, throwing to receivers spread across the field and hitting windows that need to be hit on third down. That's where I'm curious to see if he's able to do that or if that's something he needs more time to develop. Yeah, I think we'll just have to see it, but I think that he's going to be able to, I think it's going to happen. Okay. I want to go back to the numbers that I read before. So I said, would we be happy with, so how would we feel? Would you feel like there was still promise or would you feel disappointed, like overly disappointed if you had 3000, let's say 3,100 yards, right? Mm -hmm. Um, 20 touchdowns, nine interceptions with a, um, what did I say? It was a completion percentage of 58.8. Yeah. I think that sounds about right. Um, I think that, I think that depends. I think it depends what you're seeing him do on the field. Are you seeing these boneheaded mistakes that he's probably going to make, but you're also seeing these spectacular throws down the field, this insane arm talent. Like the way I can think of it, if maybe, I don't know exactly what the stat lines are going to be. Maybe I might be a little bit off on this, but Josh Allen's rookie season, it did not look good but he had these insane throws where he showed off his arm talent. He showed what he can do on his feet. He showed potential versus Josh Rosen's Josh Rosen's rookie season in the NFL, where he was making these mistakes, but he also wasn't showing the talent that needed, he needed to with his arm or showing a lot of this stuff that does show the potential that is there. I think that's where it's going to depend. Okay. So that's, that's very, very insightful because the stats I just grabbed were Josh Allen's second year, which is his first full season. Mm-hmm. That was his stats. Oh, I had no idea. It's just yeah. when I think of a rough, so kind of what I am picturing happening almost is I think there's the potential to be a Josh Allen-esque development through Trey Lance's beginning years. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, his first first year he played 12 games. He had a completion percentage of 50 by him. I mean, Josh Allen He had a completion percentage of 52.8. He threw 10 touchdowns and 12 interceptions. Mm-hmm. But if Second, you remember, if you remember yeah. back to watching him, he had a lot of these throws where he was showing so much talent that you had that you stuck with him and let him develop. Yep, absolutely. Second year, he had a completion percentage of 58.8. Through for 20 touchdowns, nine interceptions, right? Mm-hmm. And then the 2020 season, he had 69.2. So that's when it jumped um, 37 and 10. So, but the point is, is that the Niners, they need to, they need to, we need to be calm. We need to be patient with Trey Lance, right? If he's going to be that guy for us, we, we need to give him the time and the support to become that person. I I just, I'm going to keep going back to these Josh Allen stats. Um, I really feel that the support that Jimmy Garoppolo got, um, we need to give it to to Trey Lance. We need to be able to step back and and let him 
take the time to develop because I think he has all the traits and I think you were smart. It isn't necessarily about the, the stats. It's about the traits that he's showing while he's doing the, while he's achieving those stats. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. I mean, so I guess in the, in the closing, right. For me, um, I just wanted to kind of get together and talk about, you know, the 49ers, um, Trey Lance, just cause it's the big thing that everybody's talking about. And I just wanted to kind of bring some, like tap down the emotions, right? We need to tap down the emotions and we need to realize that this guy is what he's going to be. He's 22 years old. I think he just turned 22, um, but he was, I mean, he's super young. He's going to be 22 next year when the season starts for sure. Um, and he hasn't played a lot of football, but he has some insane abilities. Those practice film, that practice film they're showing, those were, um, I, I really liked seeing the change of angle of arm, that kind of stuff. Those are the kind of things that you're looking at with these new quarterbacks. Um, and I'm really glad that he's, he's demonstrating that. So what about you, man? You have any final thoughts? I almost agree with you that we need to tap down the emotions a little bit and put our trust in Trey Lance. As hard mm-hmm. as that is for me to say, because I truly don't know if I believe if he's ready or not. I don't know. I think even me within myself, I need to take a step back, realize we drafted him for a reason. Kyle Shanahan is going to be protecting him. Kyle Shanahan, there's no other head coach in the NFL that I want to lead a rookie quarterback and a athletic rookie quarterback than Kyle Shanahan. I want to see Kyle Shanahan, what he can do mixing in Trey Lance's running abilities, his the short to intermediate, followed by the occasional deep balls. I trust in the process that Kyle Shanahan has enough to take a step back and realize draft him for a reason, put trust in where it needs to be, move on. Okay. So this might be another place where we, uh, a little bit of some deviation here, right? Yeah. Um, I think Shanahan is going to have to evolve um, into a better coach for Trey Lance. Shanahan is so worried about the perfect play, the perfect call. He wants someone to run his offense. John Lynch even said Jimmy Garoppolo is the perfect quarterback because he does what Shanahan wants. So is Shanahan going to limit Trey Lance and prevent that spontaneous play of the, of the, of the athlete, right? So is he going to unleash the athlete and let them just play? Or is he going to expect them to conform to his ideal of what they should be? I think when we start talking about that, there's questions that evolve on with Trey Lance being so young and doesn't have the experience at quarterback. Is that a bad thing for the first year? I don't know. I don't, I'm not saying that it is a good thing Mm -hmm. or a bad thing because I don't know, but with such a young and experienced quarterback, is it a bad thing for the coach to kind of take the reins and keep him from making some of the running around stupid plays where he needs to make to learn, but you can't make too many of those in it. Once you start making too many, then it's jeopardizing your season. It's jeopardizing game after game. Hmm. Yeah. That's interesting because maybe there's a balance. Maybe they can find that balance, right? 
Maybe. Um, it's it's tough because Shanahan, uh, he just he gets these ideas of these players in their in his head. I mean, has he limited Ayuk? Has Shanahan know. limited Ayuk? I don't know. I haven't seen he it. Just, he just talked about in the beginning of the season, like, you know, Ayuk was in the doghouse, and Ayuk was in the doghouse, and then all of a sudden he starts playing again, and then he's making these amazing plays. And I don't know. I think Shanahan gets in his own head about players, and he just doesn't let the athleticism of the players and the athletes take over and just make plays sometimes, right? Sometimes you just got to let your athletes be athletes and not worry about the perfect call, right? Just let mm-hmm. them let them do it. And so I think that there's going to be a balance and you probably nailed it. I mean, if, if I'm being honest, you probably nailed it, that they're going to have to balance each other out. And as long as that relationship can happen, where Trey can take a little bit of that, you need to meet this, you know, conform to this mold. And then Shanahan can kind of be realized that like, he's got to let Trey play. Mm-hmm. If they can find that balance, I think it's going to be an exciting year. I think exciting. Exciting 15 think, years. Yeah, say, that's what I was about to say. I, say. I think they can find that balance. I think that's an exciting 15 years we have to watch. Yeah, an everybody exciting... says 10, but nobody cares about 10. Yeah. Quarterbacks play for longer than that now. Yeah, we want him to play to like 20 years, you know? Yeah. So, anyways. Okay, Wyatt. I love you. And uh, this is super exciting. This is a lot of fun. Um, we're going to keep doing this. So we'll have to figure out what the schedule is going to look like. Some podcasts are going to have both of us. Some of us are going to have um, just one or the other as we go through. When the regular season starts up, we'll probably have a lot more of a rhythm schedule. But I imagine we'll meet up at least once a week and just talk about whatever it is. Again, uh, this is the underground. Oh, so what I was, uh, we were saying underground. I'll kind of hit that up. So kind of the whole idea is that like we're just the average 49ers fanatic, right? But when you're looking at 49ers fanatics, like what does that mean? What is an average fanatic? Well, the way that we see an average fanatic is that we plan our lives around 49ers football, but we won't burn a city down if they lose. Right. Most days. Most days. <laughs> Some days I want to burn, like, I don't know, throw my TV out the window when they lose, but anyway. Yeah, that's an average response. You know what I mean? Not like yeah. that Cowboys fan, though. You're not going to bring yeah. out your, your rifles and start shooting the TV. No, I will not bring out my pitchfork and light some hay on fire and go walk on a tumble, Iowa. <laughs> Too funny. Okay. Love you, Wyatt. Love you,